welcome back to another daily walk. Well, today I'm going to get into just, uh, I've had a couple notes on my desk for a while. And uh, hey, part one, let's get the notes off the desk. Part two, this is an interesting subject because uh, is, I've heard it come up a few times recently in my more recent travels. And it's the concept of everyone doing their own thing all the time. And this is a, a true element. Now, of course, here in the New Testament era, we don't have all of the exact um, theistic um, requirements that God would give us. But there is still a very deep element of doing our own things. Of course, we're going to start in with a couple of scriptures here. You remember twice in the book of Judges, one is in 17.6 and one is in 21.25. And it says, in those days, there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in his own eyes. This is an interesting subject because as we start looking at what is going on and we see our world, uh, maybe our world, maybe it's just America, but I think it goes a lot deeper. You got the World Economic Forum is trying to control things behind the scenes in nearly every country, and we're starting to see countries fall. Uh, within the last decade, I mean, Venezuela turned into, you know, a crazy hellhole, and then we had Sri Lanka, and there's one other one as well, which is also on the list. Sri Lanka, of course, just recently, the entire internal government system effectively collapsed. Uh, for a while, they weren't allowed to, they weren't uh, able to do tests at school because there wasn't enough paper, there wasn't enough money coming in, the tourism collapsed, and basically just turned into an all-out war zone. Very interesting. And that's not isolated to Sri Lanka. That is because of the policies being pushed down by this globalist agenda. And you can think of this globalist agenda like the World Economic Forum is basically the one world government uh, that we talk about a lot, which is not explicitly in the Bible as the one world government, but it has very, very strong ties to the end times, the the religion and, and the the civil society of... Uh, the great beast. And so if we're going to be starting to look for the Antichrist, you want to look for it coming out of the World Economic Forum group, unless something happens to come by and supplant it. But I'm not sure that's really the case. But we're getting to this point where everyone starts to do in their own minds because the, the whole system and structure around us collapses. And as it collapses, you have nothing to do but to fight for yourself. As a Christian, we do have extra standards. I'm going to get to that in a moment. Um, but this also ties on in very closely uh, to Proverbs 21, 2. Every man's way is right in his own eyes. And so we all look at the world around us and think that everything we're doing is completely right, even to the evidence to the contrary. You will see that in some right-leaning, but more often this is more, more prevalent in the left-leaning groups where uh, people are just not even cognizant of the rational and irrational things that are going back and forth. So what I mean by this is that there's these radical inconsistencies that we find. Uh, one good example being my body, my choice. Everyone's all fire about abortion. I got news for you. That child you want to abort is not your body. Your body is explicitly defined by the DNA expression inside of your cells, and that body inside of you is not your body, your choice. That is somebody else's body that is there implanted by God through his sovereign principle by the actions that you chose to take. 
Do not buckle your responsibility in that. Yet at the same time, my body, my choice, we want to force everyone to get some vaccine for some non-specific disease of non-specific origin. Yet that is your body. Why is that not your choice? Of course it is. Of course, some of the things we're starting to see right now, just uh, was it yesterday, two days ago when I'm filming this, just a couple days ago, the World Health Organization declared monkeypox a global pandemic. Yeah, it's a pandemic. Yeah. Nevertheless, every single case of monkeypox is from homosexual men. It's tied to them. And I just have serious wonders. Is there an investigation of the two children in Washington, D.C. area who are migrants passing through? They actually live somewhere else, but they were diagnosed with monkeypox and both of them had close associations with homosexual men. Did they get this just in regular life or did they get this through some form of abuse? That's a question that I hope some authority out there somewhere is asking. Because, uh, and we looked at the statistics, I think the grand total number of people who have died of monkeypox, grand total, it was under 100. I, it might have been under 50. I can't remember the numbers off the top of my head. But they declare the global pandemic. Yet they will not come out and tell people, stop having gay sex. You can't do that. Because that would be homophobic. But everyone, nevertheless, gets out and does what is right in their own eyes. And we think our ways are completely right and our ways are completely wrong more often than not. How do we know if our ways are right? Well, go back to Matthew 7. We have the good road. Get yourself on the narrow path, the straight and narrow. I didn't pull out the verses uh, specifically, but uh, now that I'm talking about them, it's uh, a great place to go. So, Let's have a look at several points in Matthew 7 because they're so indicative of our age. And I was talking about this with somebody the other day and um, uh, thinking about how many people are going to be saved. We have millions in America are going to church. And I think many millions in America think they're going to heaven and are not. Matthew 7, if you've not read it lately, is a terrifying chapter. Um, looking at the, the wide and the narrow gate. Um, starting, uh, let's do 13 and 14. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter through it, for the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life. And there are few who find it. Going to a church is not what causes you to find the narrow gate. Making a prayer is not what causes you to find the narrow gate. In fact, uh, just the other day, I watched a testimony from somebody and I'm listening to his testimony. He's like, okay, fascinating testimony. And um, at the at the end of it, he basically ruins the whole thing by saying, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter what you are. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is if you have, if you have prayed this prayer. The guy is pushing easy, believes him. Now, to be fair, I think it was a very old testimony from an old school preacher. The preacher is no longer alive. He was more prominent in the 80s when easy believism was a common thing. But in easy believism, you don't have to change your behavior. You don't have to change your lifestyle. You don't have to choose to do what is good and choose to do what is right. You have to do nothing but pray this little prayer. And if you prayed this little prayer at three years old because you were scared into doing that at VPS, it doesn't matter if you turn into a monkeypox carrying gay homosexual. It doesn't matter. You're saved. That is nonsense. It is absolute nonsense. But there's other verses here looking at um, uh, 21 through 23. 
Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the uh, but he who does the will of my Father will be in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, do we not prophesy in your name, and in your name cast out demons, and in your name perform many miracles? And I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. That is really the, the crux of this, the core of this, the base of this. It is that we sit down, we look at this and go, okay, we have a serious problem in our world. Everyone is doing their own thing. Nobody is following any rules, very few, I, I should say. Everyone thinks their ways are right in their own eyes, as Proverbs says. And many people think that they're going to make it into heaven. What does it actually take? Well, what it actually takes is to turn your life into the Lordship over to Jesus Christ. It's not just to pray a prayer, it's to daily live. Now, I'm not saying this is not works-based salvation. You have to be a good person to be saved. No, that is the principle of grace. But as we talked about on our daily walk last week, there is a balance between grace and truth. And if we walk so far on truth, we miss grace and we will walk right on by heaven. And if we completely ignore all truth and we simply walk by grace, we will also walk right by heaven. Neither one of these are the same things. We find that narrow road that balances grace and truth, and we walk in it. We have confessed our, our sins to God. We have asked him to come into our heart, and then we have lived our lives in sanctification. That is what my books are about. I haven't talked about my book, Testing and Temptations, for a while, but that's exactly what the book is about. It's about this balance between being tested and being tempted and all of these different principles. So with that, I want to go ahead and leave this one here um, for now, but, uh, have a look over the website, rwalkingchrist.com. Go over to the books tab. You can find that book, Testing and Temptations. You can also find it anywhere that you can find books online. With that, thanks for watching and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out rwalkingchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. <laughs>